0: For joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We are delighted to have you join us today, and we welcome those of you who are watching us by way of television or joining us at airjesus.com. I want you to stay tuned to today's message talking about uh, life and one of the most irreplaceable possessions. That we have in life and how God wants us to be good stewards of it and to use it wisely. So please stay tuned to today's message. If you will, open your Bibles up to the book of Ecclesiastes. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. there in the Old Testament right behind Psalms and Proverbs. You will run into Ecclesiastes. And let's look at chapter 9. Chapter 9 and verse number 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 10. When you get there, say Amen. Amen. Let's all read together in unison there. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Ready? Read. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. And I just want to use as a subject today, make it count. Make it count. Turn to your neighbor and say, make it count. Make it count. And I like this... Uh, this one verse here because he's basically saying that, uh, in life you, you only have one shot at life and after that it's the grave. And he was saying basically what you don't use in this life, you're gonna waste it in the grave. And he said it's not gonna do anybody any good in the grave. So he said we might as well use what we have While we have the opportunity to do so in life. Life is short and time is valuable. And so he speaks of the the valuableness of time and the brevity of life. And he sends a message to us to make the most of life while you have the opportunity. While you have the chance, make the most of life. Don't put off your dreams and don't put off your goals. Don't put off places that you want to go visit and things that you... He said, no, don't put those things off. He said, no, you need to take the opportunity while it presents itself. And go ahead and use uh, these opportunities to pursue your God-given dreams. Use your God-given abilities and your talents and your gifts. Fulfill your God-given purpose and your destiny while you have the opportunity to do so. And so he speaks of life as an opportunity. And don't squander it. Don't waste it. Make sure your life counts. Make sure it counts. Make sure that it makes a difference. Make sure that it has a noticeable value and is making a difference in the world. Make sure you count because he said, once you hit the grave, that's it. That is over. All the stuff you wish you could have done, it's too late then. So he said, you might as well do it now. While you have the chance, you might as well do it now. While the opportunity presents itself. How many dreams are in the cemetery today? Unfulfilled. How many gifts are in the cemetery? How many songs in the cemetery that were never sung? How much poetry is in the cemetery that was never written or recited? How many businesses are in the cemetery that were never started? How many ideas are in the cemetery that were never created or acted upon? The cemetery is the richest place in the world because there lies so much potential that was never used in life. And so he said, no, wake up. Use your potential. Use your gifts. Use your ability. Do the things you always wanted to do. Go where you always wanted to go. Dream. Go after your goals. Use your purpose. Fulfill your destiny. We only have one shot in life. We only have one shot. We only have one shot at this thing called life. And so he said, we might as well use it. We might as well use it to fulfill God's purposes in our lives and to make a difference. And to make sure that our lives count. I mean, if you were born to sing, he sang, my God. Notice what he said, do it with all your might. He said, my God, sing. If you were, you, you were born to lead, my God, lead. If you were born to teach, my God, teach. I mean, do it with everything that you have. You were born to dance, dance. Whatever it is, whatever ability or gift, uh, whatever it is, your, your God given purpose in life, he said, man, put your hand to it and do it with all your might. Give it your best. Give it your absolute best. I like Martin Luther King said, he said, if you're gonna be a sweet street, uh, a, a street sweeper, that's a little tongue twister there, but if you're going to be a street sweeper, he said, be the best one that has ever lived. He says, sweet—that just man—that's a tongue twister. He says, sweep streets the way Michelangelo painted. I mean, use use everything you have that nobody living, dead, or unborn could do it any better than you have done it. In other words, he's saying whatever it is, do it. Do your best. Put your might behind it and fulfill your dream. Because we only have one opportunity here to live this life. A group of elderly people uh, were surveyed about what it is in life that. Uh, If they had the opportunity, what is it that they would do over? These are people close to the end of their lives. And as they reflected and pondered and thought about it, the number one thing that came back was that they would have taken more risk. They would have taken more risk in life. They would have dreamed a little more they would have gone after a little bit more they would have they would have gone after a little bit more uh fulfillment and they would have left their comfort zone a little more and and explored some of the uh things and the the uh, abilities and the gifts and the pursuits of god that they did not take time to achieve and accomplish in their life so they had regrets and so i really feel here uh, Solomon is admonishing us in Ecclesiastes to live your life so you won't have any regrets. You won't, when you come to the end of your life, there'll be no regrets at all. And so I believe he's he's saying to us to to pursue, to pursue your dreams and to fulfill your purpose and go to your God given destiny while you have an opportunity. Make your life count. Make this life. Count it is so brief. The Bible talks about uh the brevity of life. You can flip over to Psalms, just which is one book or two books back to your left. Notice what the Bible says uh, Psalms chapter ninety. Psalms ninety and verse twelve. Psalms ninety, verse twelve. Notice what it says it says, So teach us. To number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And so he's saying, he's saying, God, give us wisdom and insight to use the little time that we have here on earth for its best purpose, for, for your best um Purpose in the best way to bring glory and honor to you for his best purpose. So God, give us insight. Give us the wisdom to use the little time that we have here on earth for his best purpose. God, we don't have long here. And he's looking, Moses is looking at, this is toward the end of his life, so he's looking at, all the people that have died off and how it seemed just yesterday it was that they had just come out of Egypt. And time is just a fleeting moment. And uh, he talks about life being like uh, fresh grass in the morning that's withered by the afternoon. And how quick life goes by. So he's just looking how the years have rolled by, how uh, people were just dying off so uh, quickly, it seems. And so he realized that this is such a brief time that we have here on earth. And so he said, God is so brief in light of eternity. It is so brief that makes it very precious. Don't want to waste any of it because it's so brief in light of eternity. It's just an eye wink. It's just it's, we, we hear just a second. And he said, God, this time is so precious. I'm asking you to teach us. How to use it so that we won't waste it and squander it frivolously, but that we'll use this life and the little time we have here for the best purpose. And so he prayed that prayer there to to uh, to for wisdom and for insight to how to be able to use the little time that we have here on earth. So um Make sure that you um, make a concerted effort to to make your life count. Because time goes by so fast. It seems like the older you get, the faster time goes by, doesn't it? And um, time just rolls by. The years turn like into days. And it rolls by. It seems like just yesterday you were in your 20s. Now you're in your 60s And, you know, this time just moves so fast and you wonder where the year gone. And so this is why he teaches that, that while you have the opportunity, whatever you put your hand to, do it with all your might. In other words, take the time you have on earth and use it to its fullest for the purposes of God, for the abilities that God has given you, the dreams, the gifts, the talents, for the purposes of God. Use your time quickly. I, I like something that I, I found that talks about uh, how we waste time in our lives. When you look at everyday activities in our lives and over our lifetime, how much time we actually fritter away on these things. And this is, these are basically just some stats that the average American, during the course of their lifetime, how they will use their time. The average person will spend eight months opening junk mail. Why don't you just throw it away? <laughs> you wasted eight months out of your life just opening junk mail. Just throw it away. If you know it's junk, just throw it away. Don't even waste your time there. Save your time. Seventeen months. The average person wastes seventeen months drinking coffee and soft drinks. You waste almost two years of your life just drinking Sodas and drinking coffee. The average person wastes two years. You will waste two years of your life on the telephone. Hang that phone up. See, when you start looking at life like this, you start looking at um, this. is. I mean, you literally, when we use our time, we're literally using a portion of our life. And so, that's why you don't have time to fool with everybody, because your time, if you don't value your time, no one else will. And if you don't value yourself, you will not value your time. Time is precious. Pr- time is, I mean, look at that, just talking on the phone, two years of your life spent talking on the phone. We spend five years waiting in line. Speed that line up! <laughs> Open an express checkout line or something. I gotta get out of here. Five years of my life is spent waiting in line. Now that's gonna make me start taking a book with me. So at least while I'm waiting, I can be reading. Use your time. It, it, it fritters away. And it's, it's so, you know, it's so, um, much over the course of our lives we don't even realize how much time we have lost in the frivolous day to day activities. That we do. We spend nine months of our lives sitting in traffic. Nine months. Now, I don't think that's Atlanta. (laughs) Atlanta got to be two years. (laughs) Atlanta has to be two years. But the average American spends nine months in traffic over the course of their lifetime. I like this one. We spend four years of our lives cooking and eating. Four years cooking and eating. Get you some minute meals. Speed that up. <laughs> some instant meals would be good for that. We spend a year and a half grooming. A year and a half of your life is spent with you in the mirror fixing your hair. A year and a half. We spend a year and a half Dressing. Isn't that something? Three years just getting dressed and looking in the mirror. Three years of your life. Three years of your life is spent just getting dressed and looking in the mirror. Now here's one, uh, that's really a necessity. We spend seven years in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That, is, that one is needed. <laughs> Especially if you're taking the cleaner. <laughs> seven years in the bathroom. Now, here's where we can really cut way down, and this will uh, cause you to have some time that you can put to a much better purpose. We spend 12 years watching television. 12 years of our lives we spend watching television. We spend three years shopping. We spend one to two years looking for misplaced objects. You know, when you can't find your keys. <laughs> You spend one or two years looking for things, looking for objects. So if you were just a little better organized, you, could, you can uh, add some time onto your life there. Now here's another big one. 24 years we spend sleeping. Almost a third of our lives we are asleep. Turn your neighbor and say, wake up. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> I wonder how many of those years are, uh, are calculated for church. <laughs> How many of those years that you sleep in church? But so we, we uh, our time is just, is frittered away. And uh, I want to give you some, uh, I want to give you some things that will help you to, uh, some things that you can use your time better on. And uh, notice what Jesus said, you don't have to turn there, but Jesus said over in the book of John chapter 9 verse 4, he says, work while it is day. He said, I must work while it is day because when the night comes, no man can work. And so he says, I must do the work of him that sent me while it is day because when the night comes, he was basically saying, I have to fulfill the purposes that God has for my life while I have the opportunity. In other words, while I have time. Jesus understood his, his time was going to be very short here on earth. And he said, I must work. He said, I, I, I have to fulfill my purpose. I got to fulfill the purpose of God while I have the opportunity. And the same, that's what, that's what Solomon was saying. While you have the opportunity, make your life count. Make your life count. And and so he says... Uh, I I work while it's day because when the night comes, no man can work. So while I have the opportunity, while the opportunity presents me, I must fulfill the purpose that God has for me in my life. Here's some things that that, are some good uses of your time. Number one, use your time for preparation. Preparation. Preparing yourself. Uh, for your, for your goals and for your accomplishments and for your growth, uh, preparing yourself in God's Word, preparing yourself in your career. So you use your time for preparation, for preparation. Number two, use your time for planning, for planning, planning. The Bible teaches so much about planning ahead and, um, using our time wisely. And securing ourselves in the future because of proper planning today. So use your time for preparation. Use your time for planning. When you know what it is you want in life and where you want to be, you need a plan. You need a plan to, 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 to accomplish that, to get there. So you have a plan. And so planning is a vital use of your time. So use your time in preparation. Use your time in planning. Um, Number three, use your time in prevention. Prevention. You can prevent calamities in life by using your time in prevention. Well, what's prevention? Prevention is uh, things like... Saving your money, you know, in case you lose your job or get laid off, you've spent time in prevention. So you've already invested, you've saved, that's time spent in prevention. Working out, eating right, that's time spent in prevention. So a wise use of our time is to be spent in planning, in preparation, in prevention. Prevention. People wonder why I spend so much time in the gym. I understand that I am spending time in prevention because I would rather spend it there than to spend it in the hospital. That's prevention. That is prevention. Uh, so I spend a, a great deal of time concerned with the health of my body uh, because of preventive purposes. So use your time for prevention. People just wait till things break down and they have nothing because they didn't put any time in prevention. Number four, um, we spend our time in. Our purpose and our purpose. So that's preparation and planning, prevention, and your purpose. Your purpose. Your purpose in life. If you don't know what your purpose in life is, seek God. Ask God. Get quiet before God. Look at your gifts. Look at your talents. Look at your abilities. Look at your likes and look at your qualities. Look at um, look at the um, uniqueness. Of your nature. So you begin seeking all those things out and, and seeking God, you'll find your purpose in life. So that is good, that is time that is well spent. Planning and preparation and prevention in your purpose. Number uh, five, spend time in relationships. Relationships. This life is so short, and we come to the end of this life, and you realize that you, you, lost valuable time and then when loved ones pass there's a lot of regret because i didn't see about mama and daddy like i could have i was off too busy doing my own thing i didn't put any time in relationship sisters and brothers spend no time we're both grown now so i'll see you at christmas time i'll see you at thanksgiving and then when something happens there's that regret because I didn't put any time. in. relationships are the most vital part of life. They're the basis of life. One of the most important things in life are our relationships. And relationships are a place where we should invest time. Should invest time. Should invest time in relationship. And number six, we should invest time uh, for self-renewal. Self-renewal. This is your rest um, This is your spiritual activity, where you're reading God's Word, where you're spending time in prayer, and uh, you're renewing yourself. You're charging your batteries, where you're resting your flesh and your mind and your body and your spirit. So you spend time for preparation, spend time for planning, spend time for prevention, spend time on your purpose, spend time in your relationships, spend time... In self-renewal. My brothers and I talking about relationships at least once a year. All of us get together and we, we go and spend a week with no agenda. But just to be with one another because we realize the time is short. And we'll be dead and gone wishing we had spent more time with one another. Last week my brother James and I we went away together and just spent a week just he and I, just spending time. These are valuable relationships. When is the last time you called your sister, your brother, spent time with your mama, without asking them for some money, but I mean, time, time, time. What about your mother? When is the last time you spent time with your parents, taking care of them, making sure they're taking care of time? It's a powerful investment of your time. Here's some other quick things. To spend your time on. Things that advance your, your life purpose. Things that develop your potential. Things that add value to you and others. Things that harness your creativity. Things that you've always wanted to do. Things that are now or never opportunities. These are some very good uses of your time. So God wants us to be good stewards of our time. And speaking of time, we're out of time. So those of you who are listening live, I want you to go to airjesus.com and you can listen to this message. Message number 7329. Make it count. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us here at Brothers of the Word. Because, brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 7329 by C. Elijah Brauner. To hear other messages or to send this message number 7329 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7329. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.